welcome to episode 198 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I am Janelle Vecchio. Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome, welcome. We are rapidly approaching our 200th episode. So fast. If uh, those of you uh, math heads out there may recognize that, including this episode, there's only two more before the 200. Math heads. Well, you know, fans of math. Is that a real difficult math Math buffs, if you will. I can even do that. Math aficionados, if you want to use a 10-cent word. Yeah, guys. We're we're so excited. 200. You sound thrilled. I am. I am excited. Well, we are excited. We've got a lot of stuff coming up in our personal lives. We've got the 200th episode rapidly approaching. And because of all that, we also have our first segment approaching, and that's the news. And now the news. Guys, if you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Google Podcasts or TuneIn or Podchaser, wherever you listen to our podcast. That would be fantastic. Also, please write us an email at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. You can also send us a message on our Instagram account or on our Facebook page. And while you're on Facebook... Please join our group, Mandarian Orange Show, The Group. It's the only group to be in. It is. You may think, like, you need to be in another group. Like, maybe a Marvel fan group or a Disney fan group. We got you covered. We talk about that stuff on here. Yeah, just come in our group. And then you don't have to have so many groups showing up on your feed. We're really like a group aggregator. You can talk about all that stuff in our yeah. group. And then you don't have to. That's right. You don't have to join Movie all those other ones. Movie group. We got yep. you covered. Books, TV shows. All those book club groups. People oh are starting up left. Just talk about books and ours. Parenting advice. Way more efficient. Fights. Yeah. All of those. We're here for you. Music. Witty memes. Sure. That's mostly what gets posted in there. <laughs> so join that. And then if you want to follow our TikTok, uh, we do have one that we are planning. We had to make some purchases. <laughs> yeah, we got some hot items. Oh, oh for sure. Later show. on, when you watch that, that joke is going to really hit home. <laughs> But right now, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So, do all those things. Hey, Phil. We had... I'm I'm doing a Keith. That's hey, good. Hey, Phil. You're doing a Keith. <laughs> um, tell us about your Pop Fox Presents. I will. By the way, Keith is my very special co-host on my other podcast. Alex B. Keaton is my friend. Which we don't cross-plug often enough, I no, guess. No, we don't. But I also feel like if you know one, you know the other. But maybe not. Alex Bikin is my friend. Is my podcast I do with Keith about family ties. And Janelle does fun impressions of me and Keith. He's really good at getting the tidbits in in a natural way. Yes, yeah. So a lot of smooth transitions in that show. Yeah. yeah. So I had to I had to give him a shout out. That's good. So that was a good Keith transition. <laughs> Well, yeah, we've been doing Pop Vox Presents. We had one this past weekend with Candace Coker from Trinidad and Tobago, which was super cool. She was so nice. So cool. Very talented. And it was a lot of fun. And we found out, I guess this is a bit of a spoiler for the show, because you can still go watch it on the Pop Vox Music Facebook page or YouTube channel. But she also revealed that she works for the tourism ministry of her country, of Trinidad and Tobago, and... We said, like, Janelle, you know, my vacation pants. We totally need... To go to Trinidad. To go to Trinidad. And, and Tobago. hook up with, with her expertise in the travel industry there. So Well, just Pretty from cool. the music video you showed, it was like, I'm there. So beautiful there, right? I want to be there. And it's funny. We talked... I can't remember if this was on the show or before <laughs> the show, but we were talking about just how beautiful it was. And she was like, yeah, like... Everywhere seems like exotic until you're the one that lives there. And then it just seems like normal, like home. And I'm like, I don't see how that could possibly be. No. 
Yukaipa maybe, like, it's beautiful, but I could see how one might feel like this is, you know, commonplace. Well, it's funny, even though we've lived here for 11 years, going on 12, it still feels new. It does. I still feel like we're the new kids in town. So, it's not like, you know, hometown yeah. for sure. Anyway, all that is to say, you should definitely check out Candace Coker's from last weekend. And then this coming weekend, we have the Spivvies. What, what? With the entire original lineup. Clark, Rob, Ivan, and Chris. And the later bass player will be making an appearance as yes, well. Yes, he will. So the entire, every Spivvy so will exciting. be there. Very exciting. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And that's our last one until after the summer. Um, well, after summer vacation. So you're going to want to check that out with us. We actually got two really cool artists signed up for after summer, which um, I will just give you a sneak peek. Jay Agnish and Vic 20 have both agreed to do the show. So exciting. We'll talk more about them in the future, but just some really good stuff. Lots of cool stuff coming up there. So what's been going on with us? Well, we had a Mother's Day. We did. And what did we do? How did we celebrate you? Or did we celebrate you? So, you did a good job of celebrating me. Okay. Um, It was so great because I had just finished a week of doing room escapes. Over 250 kids yeah. came through that room. And it was like every 45 minutes I was running rooms. Very busy schedule. So it was so great to like just have that weekend to relax. So you gave me a half a queen for a day, seven hours. Well, no, you were full queen for half a day. There's a difference. <laughs> half a queen for a full day is not as good as full queen for half a day. What did I say? I did. You say said half, half a queen. queen for a day. Oh yes, I did. But that's what I meant. When that you means said. you only get the you know figurehead and the you know official duties without the benefits yeah. of the royalty. And now we both have a couple mostlies. Yeah, we didn't finish yours entirely, and, <laughs> and we, we didn't, didn't finish, finish mine. Yours. So we've got some bonus time banked, which who knows when we'll have time to do that. Goodness. But it was great being celebrated. Um, then, then the following day, we went to the movies, which we'll talk about later. Actually, on Mother's Day. Yeah. And... We did that with my mom. Yes. And you guys... Got me some presents. We did. You got me a Disney backpack. Yes. It's Mickey. Yeah. You like bags. I'm so obsessed with bags. And you got me Lego. What did we get you? A Lego. Oh, you guys got me the um, castle Lego. What castle Lego? Like the Walt Disney World castle. The 50th anniversary one, that's right. So exciting. And that's like sold out, right? It was, although I think now, like, it, it took me forever to track one down, and I think they're back in stock now. Or at least they're not as hard to find as they were. Because I I was going to buy it for you for Christmas yeah. when it came out last year, and I couldn't get it, and I tracked it down finally, but now I think it's available again. And then the kids made me cards. Yeah. That were a bag. And Disney, so that worked perfectly. And... We got you a cool DVD, too. Oh, the DVD is, like, vintage. Um, it's called Dad, Can I Borrow the Car? Yeah, and it's, like, a, a tutorial. It's, like, an old Disney thing, but it was, like, it was Kurt Russell. and it, But it's, like, you know, about, like, dealing with teenagers and stuff. We haven't actually watched it yet, but... <laughs> It's going to be wonderful. It looks pretty pretty great. Pretty, like, bizarre and old school Disney stuff, so. So, yeah. It's great. Well, also, we did some big booking for our summer vacation. So, we're going to talk about that in my vacation mm -hmm. pants. But, but we are all booked. But we are booked. So, we'll, we'll talk about that. We have our Mandarin Orange Show 200th episode. It's going to be live and remember, we're also going to be getting some audio clips and video clips for that show. So, if you would like to write to us, as we mentioned earlier, you can write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. You could write us a letter, let us know what you think about 200 episodes, any kind of congratulatory or conciliatory messages. <laughs> you know, we'll take whatever you've got. 
Um, also, you could send us an audio clip uh, to that same email. Yes. You could also send us a video clip if you wanted yes. to. Yes. Well, because we're going to be doing it live on, you know, streaming and everything like that. So it'll be a video, a Mendir and Orange Live. Plus, we'll be releasing the audio as a podcast as well. So all kinds of cool stuff. So if you want to get something to us, you have... Like another couple of weeks, mm-hmm. basically. So get on it now. And that's this it. Is your, this is your chance. We're gonna be. We got a lot of fun stuff planned for it. So two hundred episodes coming up. Don't miss it. We'll keep you posted. We're gonna do it before we go to, on summer vacation because if we don't, we'll never get it done. Exactly. <laughs> and then one more exciting thing that you need to announce. Yes, guys. I have an air date for my. Let's make a deal. TV show taping I went to. They will be airing the episode on Wednesday, May 18th at 9 a.m. At least that's the Pacific, Pacific time. Standard time. Right. It's on CBS. Check your local listings. You, I know many people work during that time, so maybe just give it a record. If you miss it, it also goes on uh, Paramount, Paramount Plus, Plus if you have that, like... Sometimes later on in the same day, or if not, then by the next day. So that's another yeah. place you can it's watch it. It's on five days a week, so. And if you want to help us figure out how to record it, <laughs> also, because we want to like be able to save it, because you can't buy it. Yeah. They don't have a way to buy the episode, so we want to figure out if there's a way to record it. Like, so, because we don't have, like... DVR or anything. TiVo? Does TiVo still exist? <laughs> TiVo. I don't know. Whatever the like modern-day equivalent of TiVo or a VCR is, we need that. So if anyone has any idea of how to, like... Save a copy of it so we have it for the future. Please let us know. Yes. And maybe that's just an antiquated concept. I don't know. I don't know. But because it is on streaming, but then what if that goes away? Yeah, we don't have it. that could go away and then be lost forever. Yeah. And it'll be so sad. I said on streaming. Look what they've done to me. <laughs> it is streaming, it's available as a streaming option. We're so excited. Um, I am nervous because I don't know how I look, but oh, it's hopefully gonna be great. it's I, fantastic. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Like, we've had to wait so long because you shot this back in November. Yeah. And we, like, I have not seen it. The kids have not seen it. We don't know no. what happens. We're, like, going crazy with anticipation. And I do know what happens. And I am nervous. Very excited for all that. <laughs> All right, well, we also have some other fun stuff to talk about in this episode because we got some listener mail. You got mail. We got an email from friend of the show, frequent writer in her, host of his own podcast, The Alan Smithy Film Review. Ben! That's right, it's Ben. Ben, in his most recent email, the subject of the email is, Phil is very particular about his pillows. Obviously. Very accurate here. You're going to really be surprised with how this email goes. So I'm just going to like preface it by saying most of the time when people write in, whatever the subject they're weighing in on, they most often take your side on these things. We'll leave it to Ben to... No, ben usually that. does too. He most often takes your side in things. Everybody does. Here All we right. go. Here's what Ben has to say. First he says, you guys crack me up. Aww. Aww. Ben up. Hey guys, Ben from Tennessee here again. I'm catching up on your recent podcast and have found myself laughing out loud on more than one occasion. The modern like abbreviation for that is lolling or LOL. <laughs> Stands for laugh Stop. out loud. It's... All the kids are saying it now, and I think it's going to catch on soon. So look look for that in, like, pop culture and stuff. You're going to see that pop up more now. And you'll remember I pointed that out. Dumb. <laughs> Phil's sarcasm drips through the speakers, and Janelle's interesting use of the English language keeps me on my toes. I've been traveling quite a bit lately with more trips on the horizon. I listened to your episode 196 whilst traveling through West Texas through Big Bend National Park. Now, real quick, I just have to, he mentioned your English, you know, use of the English language. Yeah. And just recently, Janelle made an order, and she did like a, because we ordered some groceries to like be delivered. Uh Uh-huh. 
And you ordered a Benoche bun, I believe is what you called it. No. Benoche? Benoche. No, you didn't say it that way. You didn't say it that closely. It was like Benoche. Okay, whatever. You said like a Benoche. You didn't say bun either. I thought it was Benoche. You said, I want a Benoche. And the person figured out that you were talking about a brioche bun. Yeah. But I didn't you said mean, Benoche. They knew exactly what and it was And they figured it out and got it for you, but... I just, that was the most recent one that I, I was, was wondering why there was a red squiggly line in my text. I'm like, how else would you spell Benach? So they figured it out though, so good for them. We've never been to Big Bend National Park, by the way, but we, we did haven't. go to Texas's other national park Guadalupe Mountains. That was really cool. He said, Your discussion on pillows rings true. For us, quote, aging types, as we progress through our 40s, we become more and more acutely attuned to what our body appreciates in terms of comfort. So true. Amen. So true. In other words, we become less flexible to new furniture and pillows on which we rest our weary bones. I am on Team Phil here as I empathize with the difficulty people at our age face in finding a good resting position at home. To quote Garth from Wayne's World, we fear change. I hope you find that pillow lump you're looking for, Phil. Okay, Ben, if you saw the pillow, you would think differently. No, he agrees. It's everyone's got to find their lump. And maybe my lumps are different, you know. Your lumps are a nice, soft, you know, mushy pillow. My lumps are actual lumps. No, your lumps are like a rat's nest. By the way, that was a really bad Garth, I just want to point out. (laughs) Out of, out of context, I, I did not nail that in the slightest. I don't even know what it sounded like, but it didn't sound like Garth. <laughs> I do a better Wayne in general, but, you know. Well, I thought it was Bill or Ted. <laughs> well, Bill or Ted. I don't have a very wide range of impressions, you may notice. And Wayne's a lot closer to Bill and Ted. All right. Continue. It will be mine. Oh, yes. I'm it just will saying, be mine. he needs to see the pillow. Well, regardless, he's on Team Phil on this one. So, then he says, Meanwhile, I must congratulate you on another epic family road trip. You guys really made the best of your time and savored some of our amazing national parks. Isn't Utah just about the best state in the nation? It's a big old national park. basically a national park once you cross into the state. That's (laughs) what my dad said. It's one big national park. If you had to pick just one park to go back to from that trip, what would it be and why? That's a good question. If you had to pick just one. From Utah. Well, from that trip, he said. So it could be one of the others. Hold on. Let me think. I am going to say Bryce Canyon. Oh, okay. Because I want to go deeper into the Bryce Canyons. Yeah, we didn't get to go too far since it was like 20 degrees out. Yeah. We did go down a bit into it. Just a little. but But it was too cold. I think it would be really cool to walk amongst. The hoodoos. The hoodoos. We walked a bit amongst them. But then it was really cold and we had to run back to the car. Okay, so mine would be, and I guess for similar reason, mine would be Mesa Verde National Park. Yeah, that would be my second. so much of the park, like two-thirds of the park were closed closed because we were there in the wintertime, which is understandable. But there's probably the most unseen stuff there. Mm -hmm. And... We weren't able to do any of the like tours that let yeah, you wanna, get real close. I want to get up in there to the actual structures, you know, the, the cliff dwellings and that stuff. Would be so, cool. to me, that one, although we had a, a fantastic time there, that's the one that we saw the least of. Let's on that be trip. real, you got the cheapest gas of the trip there. And too. I want to go back to that gas station. I still <laughs> dream of that like magical mystery gas that we got in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> there was nothing open. <sighs> it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> All of them, though, I would go back to. There's plenty of things to do at all of them we visited that mm-hmm. we haven't done, you know. It was it was a pretty great trip. Now he said, what do you think your kids would pick? Which one of those would the kids pick? I think they'd pick Canyonlands because that hike through yeah. the, up to the cave, like the cave, what's it called? Cave Springs? Yeah. That hike was like the hike of the trip for them. I but, think they might pick Mesa Verde, too. Yeah, to see more of the stuff. One of those two. But they really liked that cave one. I mean, we all did. It was great. 
But we are going to be doing another epic road trip coming up, which again we'll talk about in my vacation pants segment. Just a bit. But more of that to come. He said, I enjoyed your recent top five U.S. coins list. I mean, who doesn't love a wheat penny? (laughs) Side question. Do you know anyone personally with a phobia of coins? I knew a torpedo man on my submarine back in the Navy who had a severe fear of handling coins. Something about the texture and germs. What weird phobias do you have? Now, I definitely understand not liking the germs on coins. Not to the point where I'm, like, afraid to handle them. But I would definitely, like, wash my hands after handling a bunch of coins, you know. I mean, you were famous in college for picking up coins off the ground. Yeah, but my uh, distaste for germs has enough logic behind it to know that I just don't put my fingers in my mouth after I pick them up and I can go wash my hands, you know. That's reasonable. And now with the advent of easily accessible hand sanitizer, (laughs) that problem has pretty much gone away. (laughs) Of instant access. I, like, don't like touching coins because my fingers absorb the smell of the coin. (laughs) So, like, my... Like, my fingers smell, like, metallic. The same thing happens with spoons. Interesting. I don't know what is wrong with me but i do absorb the smell until i get a good washing maybe you're like a magneto or something like you absorb metals although he's i'm very i have very stinky metallic skin but i don't know i mean i don't think i have like a phobia phobia other than i mean i don't like germs i'm very careful about cleaning up after them but it's not like a true phobia no I don't have a phobia. You're not afraid of nothing. I don't think that I could jump out of an airplane. Like skydiving? No, I don't think I could do that. I think I could do that. Unless somebody, like, pushed me out. I couldn't. Well, it's not really jumping. I couldn't do it on my own. I couldn't take that first step. That is, like, really frightening to me. I mean, I've never done it, but I've done a lot of, like, you know, ropes courses where you jump off a high thing and swing on a rope. So, and those don't bother me at all. So, I feel like that's the next level. I don't know. I mean, it might feel different when you're actually up in the plane. Yeah. But. I couldn't, I I couldn't do a bungee jump either. See, I've done, I mean, I haven't done, like, a true bungee jump, but I've done what they call a modified bungee, which is. I mean, the people that set it up call it that. I don't know if that's like a real term or not. But basically, it was like a bungee jump, but it was a little lower. And it was, instead of like a bungee, actually, it was offset by people on belay ropes, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, all this that is to say, I've jumped off high things. Not quite that high, but I feel like, you know, if you're 50 feet up, it's just as bad as if you're like a 1,000 feet up. But maybe not. Who yeah. knows? Well, Who knows? I actually did a ropes course you did where oh my gosh it was like one of the hardest things i've ever done i didn't think i would be that scared but my grade level decides we're gonna go to the highest rung there were like four rungs and then we gotta go the highest rung and of course i had to go and then like we were supposed to like do all this like team building stuff like all touched the same pole, and I was, like, shaking on a high wire, and then I fell off, and I couldn't get my body back up because <laughs> I have no upper arm strength. And then we get to the end of the rung, and they're like, okay, so you have two choices. You can climb down a ladder, which we're on the highest rung, or zip line down. But, guys, it wasn't a zip line. It was like a drop several feet in the air and swing. And I am a portly woman. And I... Voluptuous (laughs) is the word. Volup. I'm volup. So I'm sitting on the edge because you had to, like, sit on the edge of this high fourth rung thing. And I said, look... What's the weight limit? And they're like 450 pounds. I'm like, that doesn't feel right. Are you sure? Because if it's 250, I'm too, I'm, I shouldn't go on it. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, it's, it's way more than that. 
Well, the video that my friend took of me tells a different story. Put it this way. If we ever need, like, a desperate cash grab, if things are real rough, we could put that thing on YouTube and I sent it. I sent it to my mom and sister, and they watched it a zillion times and, like, <laughs> laughed hysterically. I will tell you the pain in, like... I don't know what to call it, <laughs> but in my region where the belts are, <laughs> burned for quite some time. Quite it a was, visual there that you paint. It was a lot because all my weight went there. And then I decided I was going to show off and kick my legs up in the straddle. And that hurt even more. I'd like to point out, by the way, that Ben's question was, do you have any phobias? You're the one that revealed all of this stuff to the general public. I'm so. just telling you, I might have a slight fear of heights phobia, but okay. I was able to do it. <laughs> the, the the fear of exercise going down a ladder <laughs> was way scarier it. than jumping off That's funny. a ledge. So. All right, well, back to Ben's letter. He says... For what it's worth, here are my top five U.S. coins. Number one, the quarter. Simply because it reminds me of arcades and the hours I spent pumping them into Mortal Kombat, The Simpsons, and Killer Instinct games back in the day. I mean, that's pretty good. That's very nostalgic. Setting that quarter down and, like, claim the next game. That is pretty great. We had, at our arcade in Big Bear, we also had all of their... Uh, skee-ball games were a dime. Yeah. So, like, when you ran out of your quarters, you still could maybe get, like, a little bit of play value out of the last bit of your change. I always went to that arcade in Big Bear on our fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade trip we went. That one had the original Star Wars arcade cabinets back when I was a kid. So, that's nice. why it was my favorite. I think they also had... Uh, they had a Rampage cabinet there, which mm. I liked a lot. Like, we would put a lot. Because you could get, you got to remember, when you had arcade games, a lot of times for me, when you had limited funds, the games that you could get the most play value out of were, like, some of the best investments. So, I was really good at the Star Wars ones, especially the first one. So, I could play for a long time on that. Because also, I would do, like, the easy mode on the Star the Star Wars one. Yeah. So, you could get a lot more gameplay out of it. And then, Rampage. Like, you could go forever on Rampage. Yeah. So, we would get a lot of play value out of that. Plus, you had the multiplayer cabinet, you know? Nice. Yeah. Those were... I can see why the quarter... That That's a good one. That is good. All right. It's number two. Buffalo Nickel. Unique and historical. Nothing more to say. That was on my list, too. <laughs> number three. Silver Dollar. Only because it reminds me of the Silver Dollar Bar and Grill in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. <laughs> Number four, half dollar, because my mom used to put them under my pillow as a child whenever I lost a tooth. Also, Kennedy looks pretty snazzy on the head sign of the coin. <laughs> what did the tooth fairy give you, though? I your, know. Your mom gave you that 50 cent piece, but so you got that plus whatever the tooth fairy did. That's right. great. That's quite a deal. <laughs> Number five, the penny, because one day it will be gone forever. It costs more than a penny to make a penny. It's only a matter of time. That's true. Canada, they don't have their penny anymore. I still am blown away, though, that we lost the dollar coin before the penny. Yeah. I, I that, that was incredible. That is shocking. All right. Here we go. This is a good one. And then he says, sorry, Janelle, currency of the mouse tokens for Chuck E. Cheese don't count what? in my book. He took my side twice in one email. That's pretty fantastic. I uh, disagree with all of you all. <laughs> then he says, lastly, I just finished editing a very brief recap of a one-day trip our mutual friend Bo and I took to Death Valley back in February of this year. I pasted the link below. Please do not share it, as Bo himself has yet to see this cut. <laughs> so he says, seriously, I just completed it tonight. But feel free to watch and commentate on it on your next podcast. What do you make of it? Entertaining, educational, inspiring... Don't forget, I added a Mandarian Orange Show sticker to the collection of stickers I found affixed to a post located at Zabriskie Point in Death Valley. Mm. It pays to advertise. How come I haven't seen any of my vacation pants stickers in the world? And he oh has a link gosh. to it. You're right. We need to do my vacation pants yeah. stickers. That's a really good and idea. it should be like a pair of pants swinging in the wind. It could be. All right, you'll have to help design it. <laughs> All right, well, we'll have to do that. But uh, there's a Mandarian Orange Show sticker... 
at Zabriskie Point. And then he says, all for now, keep up the snazzy Vecchio vibes and talk soon. Yay! So he did say that we could comment on the video. Of course, we won't share it, like the link to it or anything like that. But he did say we could comment on the video. And as always, Ben's got a lot of fun movie locations in the video, which is great. He's always like tries to match up the camera angles or find the exact spots that movies were done, Star Wars and a lot of other stuff. Also, I love, I didn't know this, that The Lost Highway was shot at the Amargosa Hotel and Opera House there. I love that he went, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he credited us with encouraging him to do the Amargosa Opera House. It's so tour good. and stuff. We loved that place. So that's cool that he did that. Um, it was fun seeing Bo, our friend Bo from college. And looks like you guys had a good time. Yeah. Beautiful footage. As always, good soundtrack. It's a good show. Good job. I know that it's not up there yet, but eventually, Ben, you got to like share a link Make to it. Make that public. Share it in uh, in the Mandarin Orange Show, the group, and then people can find it there. Yeah. They'll go to your page. All right. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for writing. And if you other dear listeners would like to write to us, MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com is where Ben wrote to us this time, and you can do that. Send us a message for our 200th episode. We would love to hear from you. We really would. Okay, it's time for, speaking of all the travel, My Vacation Pants. Put on your vacation pants. You know I love it whenever we can do this, Seggy. I know. And did we talk about your Instagram already? or is this? Yeah, we have, but it's still going on. And guys, check out my reels on, on my, my reels pants. page on my vacation pants because they're on fire. You're making like bank. I mean, more than I've ever made from my vacation pants. Enough to buy like several meals at Taco Bell. Yeah, like we're talking like five to six Taco Bell meals now. Depending on, you know, if you get the... The discount, you know, special items. Yeah. I just did one of Ben and Jerry's factory tour in Vermont. So that's my most recent. And I think the most popular one of my recents, what was it? Hmm. I don't know. You've done a lot that are, like, really popular. (laughs) The sculptures out in the desert. Oh, yeah. Those might have been it or... I don't know. You've There's lots of good stuff. Just go check it out. But almost equally as exciting as we did book our summer vacation. It there. This was probably one of the trips that took the longest to so like decide hard. upon what we were going to do. And I think I'm really stoked on what we wound up doing. Me too. But it, it was like, I don't know. It was a last minute booking pretty much because we're leaving in, like, June to do all this stuff. Yeah, in a couple weeks. But we're going to go on another road trip. That's kind of the speed we're feeling right now. We and weren't be- ready. <laughs> because we got the National Park Pass, we decided we really want to take advantage of it. So we planned another route that kind of hits a bunch more, well, four more national parks. But also a bunch of, like, national forests and state parks and other awesome stuff like that. So, should we give him, like, kind of the, an outline yeah, here? Yeah, just a little preview. All right. So, we're going to start out. We're in Southern California. We're going to start out going up the coast. Our first stop will be in Morro Bay. And Morro Bay is a pretty iconic uh, Southern California Little beach spot. community. It has a big, huge rock that juts out of the water. Known as Morro Rock. And... Um, otters. A lot of otters there. Yeah. And we also... If you've ever heard of Hearst Castle is up by there. there. So it's also we're gonna on the way there we'll pass through Solving, which is a little Danish town. We have not been there since we went to Denmark. We've been there many times before. Yeah, that's true. But this will be our first time going there since we actually went to Denmark. So we thought that'd be cool to stop by. Comparison. From Morro Bay, we're heading north. We'll go past Big Sur and Monterey. Of course, making a quick stop at the Dennis the Menace Park in Monterey. It's the best park in the world. Before stopping in San Jose for a few nights. What's in San Jose that we're going to hopefully do? This is, of course, all booked we'll hotel-wise. Yeah, but who knows what we actually we'll get actually to do. We'll actually do. I'm really excited to do the Winchester Mystery House because we haven't been in years. But also right near there is Big Basin State Park. 
which if you remember correctly from earlier when we were talking about <laughs> Great Basin, confused. I was getting confused because there's Big Basin State Park in California and Great Basin National Park in Nevada. So we're actually staying we'll near those. Big Basin State Park, which is Redwoods up there in, uh, you know, outside of San Jose. Very excited for that. And then we'll head up to Lassen Volcanic National Park area. Which is kind of like right in the middle of like northern, like way northern California. Yeah. South of Redding. Very excited for that. I went there as a kid. You said you went there before? I may have been there. But you're not sure. Well, Aaron would know. Our kids have never been there. I think I might have gone there with Aaron. But that's our first national park of the trip. Yep. And very excited for that. There's lava tubes there. There's actually hot springs mm-hmm. and the boiling mud pots or whatever. I don't know. It's been a long time, so we'll know more after we go out. We're so excited. So we're staying there for a few nights. And then we're heading over to Crescent City, California. By way of Redwood National Park. This is, again, like way up by the Oregon border. We're hoping to make it to Trees of Mystery. Of course. Um, which is a fun little roadside attraction where you get to ride like Skyway cars among the Redwoods. And they did a whole episode of the Disney show Gravity Falls based, based on it. Based on it. It's is, so the kids are pretty stoked on that. We took the kids to Crescent City. Luke was seven months old. Audrey was like well, two, two. A little over two. A little over two. And so they have no like recollection yeah. of it. Yeah, so we didn't go to the Trees of Mystery because they we, would have really We went, it. but we just like took a picture with Paul Bunyan and yeah. then like left. So we're excited that they're older. But Red- I remember we went bowling yeah, too. we did. That's right. <laughs> but Redwood National Park will be our second national park of the trip. Now, it's also the way that it's structured is it's Redwood National Park and state parks. So there's like multiple other Redwood state parks all surrounding it. The, like the Jedediah Smith Redwood mm-hmm. State Park. That's the one we went to before. Right. We have not gone to the Redwood National Park together. Although, again, I went as a kid. No, I don't think I've ever I been. I don't think you've ever been. Our kids have never gone. So that'll be new. And pretty new for me because I haven't gone since I was little. But we have done like the Humboldt Redwood State Park up there and a couple of others. So we're going to hit a lot of that while we're up there. We'll stay there for several days. Very exciting. Very exciting. And then we head to Klamath Falls, Oregon. By way of? Um, by, by way of... Uh, our third national park, Crater Lake. Perfect. Up in Oregon. Now, that's one that, that again, I th- I think I went to that one as a kid, although I'm not even sure. And you've never gone or have Yeah. You? I, I, I may have gone. I'm not positive. And our kids have definitely not. No. But I, I have no, I like, have real gone. memories of that. Where I, I do remember the other two. I'd have to ask my sister. Because I visited... The Pacific Northwest a lot. Yeah. When I was a kid with her, so. But this is further to the east in Oregon, so yeah. you might not have. Might you might not. have with Aaron, though. You didn't, you, did you go through? I thought this? we just went to Lassen, but. Because it's closer. I think that's closer to Klamath Falls than Lassen is. Although but we I, I were could be driving. Wrong. From, we were coming up from the south. Yeah, from and it's California. further north. So. Well, I'm excited for that one, too. And then, But we're actually staying in Klamath Falls, which is like, that's Aaron's hometown, right? That's where he grew up. So um, listener of the show true. and friend and writer in her as yeah. well, Aaron. And he, if I'm not mistaken, sent you some cool recommendations. He gave me some great recommendations, including Lassen, which we're going to. Well, we're definitely doing that. So, but I think also like a restaurant a or two, pizza place. something like that. Yeah. So so I was sad to hear because he took me to this burger place called Blondie's, and I was sad to hear that it closed down many years ago. But our place we're staying, which is an Airbnb that has laundry, so we're gonna we don't have yeah, to bring as many clothes. So we're gonna do laundry halfway through our trip. I there was like a place called. Dagwoods or something? Yeah, which is Blondie's, Blondie's husband in the comic. And it shows... So, and it looked very similar to Blondie's Burgers. Maybe it's the same. So I'm hoping maybe they reopen under another name. Also forgot to mention, by the way, when we're at Lassen, north of Lassen is Lake uh, Mount, Shasta Mount Shasta and Lake Shasta there. And we're going to go up and do a few things in that region as well. So after Klamath Falls, we head to Modoc National Forest. And that's like in the northeastern corner of California, which I've never been to. No. That region up there. And it looks beautiful. And I'm excited 
to go to a part of our state that I've never been to, not even as a little kid. It's so exciting. Um, then we head to Reno. Yes. Nevada. And we were up by Reno last, last summer. summer, but... We didn't quite... Because we, we stayed, like, near Carson City. Reno's, like, the next town up. I think it's, like, an hour north of where we had been. Yeah. Um, but it's just over the border in Nevada, and a part of the reason is that we're going to be there during 4th of July, and we wanted to go somewhere that might have some fun stuff for the kids to do and yeah. see on 4th of July, and there was, like... We're going to have a hard time deciding what to do and where to go. There's so much. Because there's so much going on there. So that's that's a perfect spot to be for that. That'll be fun. That's kind of our, like, one big city place. We're <laughs> I mean, I guess San Jose, but we're still... Vegas, too. Well, we, spoiler alert, we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> All right. After Reno, we're heading to Great Basin National Park. Which is our fourth national park for the trip. So we're going to Big Basin State Park. And Great Basin National in the Park same on the same trip. trip. So I'll really get it confused when we tell the story later. <laughs> and then after that, we are going to end our trip in Las Vegas. Right. Now, real quick, Ben had mentioned back when we had talked about doing Great Basin the first time, because we wound up not doing it you know, on our last trip, that Baker... Nevada is the place that's kind of the launching point to stay at for Great Basin. Yes. But, like, every single tiny <laughs> hotel booked. and RV park and everything was booked in that little town. So, we are going to have to stay in Eli, which is about an hour away from the entrance. But, but that's they actually had, like, what happens there, when so. you book too late. It's cool. I mean, it'll be a good different experience. So, I'm excited. I'm really excited, too, about the places we found. We were thinking we'd do some camping but a lot of it's the same situation we were in with spring break that we just can't depend on, you know, drive up sites when you're on a right. road trip. Right, and we didn't that plan it far enough ahead of time to reserve to a lot of places because so a lot of them are full. We decided we're going to go camping separate, separate, a separate trip. That's right. But we're very excited for this. We're going to be in, you know, like I said, mostly California and then secondary Nevada and a little bit of Oregon. We might, might jump over to Utah. Well, we're going to be right near the border. We might just cross over just to just say that to we did. Just to say. But it's going to be good. Four national parks, several state parks and other, you know, national forests and areas of that nature. So a lot of good outdoor stuff. And, and 26 cool. days. Yeah. Which is heavenly. <laughs> it's going to be our longest trip since we went on our summer vacation in 2019. Yeah. Well, that one was a little longer than this, but still, pretty good. Yeah. Was it longer? Yeah. Okay. By a little bit. But not much. A few so, days. It'll be fun. Very excited. We have one final thing we need to talk about this week. Of course, we'll tell you more about our trip after we actually take it. But it's exciting to talk about it ahead of time. But our final thing we need to talk about is movies. Movie time! Because for Mother's Day, we went to the movies and we also saw another movie. Yeah. What did we see on Mother's Day? So on Mother's Day, we saw a like very good Movie for Mother's Day. It was made for Mother's Day. It was, like, very motherish, And it was the multi-universe, Doctor Strange and the multi-universe of madness. So close. You almost got it. The multiverse of madness. You're so close. Okay. Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness, which spells out the acronym MOM. No way. I saw that meme. I did not even realize that. That was on purpose. <laughs> that was definitely. They put it out on Mother's Day. And there's a lot of mother stuff in it. A lot so, of mom content. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I don't really want to say much more because it hasn't been out that long. Yeah, we don't need to spoil it. But <laughs> Sam Raimi returning to a superhero movie as director, and it was sort of like a horror tinge. Yeah. And was... Danny Elfman doing the music. Oh, so good. If this one is one that I will be upset if it doesn't get nominated for a couple of things. And again, I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't say what. But some of the sound design and music stuff in this should definitely be nominated yeah. for awards come award season. So yeah. Hollywood... 
please listen to that. This needs to happen. Because <laughs> I realize sometimes big blockbusters and superhero movies get passed over. But pay attention to what they did there. Because there's some magic really in good. this movie. And then we did a really fun thing where we kind of did a spontaneous trip to the movies. Because um, the Skit Guys movie came out. Which yeah. you used to um, edit their podcast. Yeah, so I used to work for these guys. Great guys called the Skit Guys. They had like a comedy team. Well, it's a comedy pair duo. Duo. A comedy duo. A team of two. Um, and they go around and they do like... Well, they make a lot of videos. They also do like speaking engagements. And then they have a podcast. And so I, for, I don't know, three years or so, maybe three and a half, something like that, did um, edited their podcast for them. And then at some point, uh, it was actually like right near the beginning of the pandemic, they wound up getting a deal to make a movie. And then they kind of like signed a deal with their production company to hand over all their production and such. So that I wasn't doing it for them anymore. It was all, you know, friendly and nice. Yeah. I totally understand uh, all the stuff that went down with it. But all that being said, um, I was real excited that their movie actually came out. So we went to go see it. It was like Thursday night, you know, opening night was Friday, but we went like on a preview. It was really fun. Like they're looking at it's called Family Camp. And it's it's a very limited engagement, so I don't know if it'll still be out next weekend, but it might. Um, it did pretty well. I'm sure it will in certain places. It came out, it came in at like ninth at the box office, and I want to say it was like, it was like 1.5 million or something like That's that. That's It's a very low budget, like super indie movie, so I was pretty stoked for them. I, I don't know what the actual budget was, but I have a feeling it probably couldn't it have probably been too much wasn't more than that. that bad. So I think that, I think it did well, and it's got like really good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, so, and I will say this, like, I usually, in spite of, like, you know, my history and personal beliefs and whatnot, very much shy away from Christian-themed movies because they're usually pretty terrible. Mm -hmm. And this one, like, was actually really fun. It wasn't too... It was actually really good. It was funny. And it was, you know, it's supposed to be a silly comedy. It made fun of the things that it should make fun of. It understood... Like the culture of Christianity, and it had a really great message. And it laughed at yeah, they they had you laughing at the right stuff. It was just really well done, and I'm proud of them. I'm pl- I'm glad that they that they pulled it off. So I don't know if it's still out there, but if that sounds interesting to you, and it's like you know a PG like family comedy, so you could definitely like, yeah. show it with kids or whatever. And, and shout out to our college friend Jonathan. That's right, Jonathan Matlock, who is in the credits. He was in the credits, and we screamed, Which and we're like, awesome. we know him. So. so that was pretty great, and you guys should definitely check it out. I highly recommend it, if it's still in the theater, hopefully. <laughs> and I think that's going to do it for our movie talk, and I think that's also going to do it for this episode. We're going to bring this train into the station. <laughs> We do have the train leaving early from the station tomorrow morning. Yeah, we're in like the midst of state testing with the kids and with you. I'm state testing. The kids are state testing. And everyone at different campuses and all at, at different, different times. times. I feel like none of the schools decided to like talk to each other and figure out like a way <laughs> to coordinate it. So I'm literally just I'm at shuttle they, service all day tomorrow. I think they have to like schedule it at different times or it over saturates their servers. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Because we don't, like, we we all have different times. We're, like, time of the day even. So. Well, one way or another, it's got me running hither and yon. (laughs) Poor But my goal has been, because I I basically, like, let me just give you a sample. Here's my schedule tomorrow. I'm going to drop Janelle off. Now, we do have, we have two cars. We have, like, the truck that's older and, you know, it, it doesn't do so great going on the freeway and stuff these days. It's more of a mm-hmm. local around town type thing. So on a big drive day like this, we try to, like, share the, the other car, right? So tomorrow I got to drop Janelle off. Then we go drop Luke off. Then we have a little bit of time. I take Audrey home because she's got, like, work to do, like, remotely at home. Then we come back to pick up Luke. Then we come and we're going to meet you for lunch. Mm-hmm. That's then, special for me. That's fun and great. Then I got to go drop Audrey off. We go home for with Luke for a little bit. 
because Audrey's got testing while he doesn't. Then we go back and pick up Audrey, and then I got to come back out and pick up you, and then come home. Yep. But my the fun thing is, in all of this driving around, even though I'm going to a lot of the same places, my goal has been on all these days to drive a different <laughs> route every single leg of the journey. Wait, so like every single time? Yeah. Like, so you haven't repeated... Well, there's certain streets. segments I have to repeat. I mean, obviously, but you try to, to get to the end of our block or different. whatever. But I try to go a different way, or at least like a different direction. So some, you know, the first day I was able to go a completely different route every time. I had to repeat some like today, but I went like instead of going one way, I did that way on the return. Yeah. So I'm going a different direction. On well, that I told you about one way you didn't know about. Yeah, there's another so road there's I didn't another know way went through. You could go. So I'm I'm trying to go a different route every single time because it keeps it interesting. Well, I mean, you love listening to music. Yeah, I'm talking to whoever is in the back. I'm just like an Uber driver that doesn't get paid by the ride. I just I just get paid with love. <laughs> and with that we love you very much. I love you very much. All right, and we love you, dear listeners. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Please don't forget to write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com or send us a Facebook message, uh, send us a video or audio clip or an email for our 200th episode. We'd love to have some stuff to read and to play back for our dear listeners. Anything else, Chanel? That's it. Follow My Vacation Pants on Instagram and Mandarin Orange Show, of course. Get those reels bumped up. (laughs) We can buy another Taco Bell. Yeah. All right, well, thanks again for listening, and for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.